my story. I'm owning it. It's, it's why I'm here today. It's made me who I am today. And I'm like, that's why I was like, your voice is so powerful and it matters. So don't forget like being on that video, sharing your story, like it's powerful. And that's how we build relationships. Welcome to the Small Business Growth Podcast with me, your host, Maddie Giordano. We will talk all things business, branding, and social media marketing so you can turn your passion into success, whether that be a clothing store, a yoga studio, an online coaching business, or whatever lights that fire inside of you. Here, you will find tons of quality information so you can crush your goals, build your business, and make more moolah. Sound good? Let's jump on in. Hey, Kat, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Maddie. I'm super, super excited. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. You are so much fun. Um, For everyone listening, Kat is a life coach. She crushes it with high vibes all the time, positivity. If you ever listen to her Instagram stories, it is so much fun because I literally listen in the morning and I'm like, wow, this girl really motivates me throughout the day. Kat, can you give us a little background of how you got to where you are and what you're doing in your career? Yeah, thank you so much, by the way, for having me on. I'm so humbled to be on your podcast because I love it so much. By the way, I've been binging it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So my name is Catherine Dean, but most people call me Kat. Uh, I am a podcaster, life coach, speaker. um, And it's interesting because I'm really hype and I've embodied this hype girl persona and that's really what I'm going to be helping my clients with, like digging deep into that hype girl persona. And it's crazy because most people are like, oh my gosh, you've had to have been like this your entire life. And I'm like, no, let's (laughs) back up. You know, I mean, I I feel like I grew up in a normal-ish household, dual parent household. And uh, as a kid though, I was heavily bullied. A lot of unpacked trauma growing up, you know, just the way I looked at myself and the way I felt and, getting older, I went through all the steps, right? I went to college. I did everything that my parents told me to do. I went to college, got the degree, you know, I met an amazing man, you know, got married and I'm doing all these things. And it was about six years ago that my life completely really just changed, like completely. And I was hit with panic disorder and really, really, really high anxiety. Um, My panic attacks hit me out of the blue. My first one happened in a bathtub, relaxing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, very scary. And my life completely changed. And it was really one of those moments where I was like, I gotta, I gotta dig deep. And once the panic attacks finally, it took two and a half years for me to control my panic attacks. They were completely unannounced. But after that, it was more digging deep. Like, what is going on? What is this like unpacked trauma? I'm holding so many emotions inside and I have no outlet, you know, for my adrenaline. And it was just such an eye opener. So like six years ago, that happened to me. So six years has been such this beautiful journey of growth. And yeah. since then, it's just been, you know, fitness, nutrition, mindset, like you, you do all the things, right? And it's been six years for me because it's just when I do focus on something, I'm all in. So now I am here. I'm a podcaster and, you know, speaker and life yes. coach. And it's doing all the things. So it's like one of those things whenever I do think back, I... I get like a lump in my throat because I'm like, oh my goodness, it's like six years, but it feels like it's been like a 20 year journey. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. And if you don't mind me asking, like, what are some of the things that you did to really like bring yourself to that hype personality? Cause you would never know it. If you talk to you now, if you see you now, like you'd be like, exactly. It's like, you're, have you always been like this? Um, what are some of the steps that you've taken to get to where you are? Yeah. And I just, I want to acknowledge too, that people have no idea. I, I did become a recluse at one point. I didn't want to leave my house. Like I was very not myself. So to be in this persona, it was, it was a journey. It was such a journey. And the first thing though was taking care of my body, like diving deep into a really strict workout regimen and really just taking care of myself and moving because I wasn't moving enough. And from there, it kind of just went into nutrition and then mindset. And it's so strange how it all usually like the, the gateway drug is fitness, usually, you know, fitness or nutrition. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, there's this whole space. Of there's a whole world. And podcasts, like what the heck, you know? And I always was like, I want a piece of that pie because I'd see all these people that were, you know, crushing it, upbeat, showing up, confident, all the things that I never was, you know? Mm. And I was like, I want a piece of this pie. I want a piece of this because it tastes, it probably tastes good. It looks like it tastes good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> looks like something I want. Yeah. And it was just a lot of personal development. It was learning terminology. It was learning, you know, what high performers were doing and really just unpacking trauma too. And like old beliefs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that can be incredibly like detrimental at times too. When you're sitting there like, okay, what do I need to change? What am I doing in my life to make all of, and what trauma has happened in my past to make me have these scenarios? And like you said, it was a lot of mindset and personal development, personal growth. Like what are some of those like activities that you did? Did you do gratitude? Did you dive into meditation? Like what are some of the like more specific things that you did there? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love mindset talk. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Dive right in. <laughs> so the first thing is I started journaling. Like so many people on podcasts kept talking about journaling. And as someone who does like to write, I had never really dove into the journaling space though, like really emptying out like a brain dump of your feelings on paper. So journaling was like my way of brain dumping. And at first it was weird because it's like, oh, this is kind of strange. You know, anything that's new, your body's just kind of like, <laughs> your mind's like, no, it's danger. But like, it, it really helped because I was able to finally look at the words that were on the paper and hold no judgment to myself. And that took a while. Like none of this is overnight. This is literally, like I said, six years ago, like this has been a six year journey. So it was gratitude, you know, realizing that, what I had now around me was so beautiful. Like I was alive, I was breathing, I had a house, you know, I have amazing fur babies that we've acquired over yes. time. You know, like I have my mom and dad are still here. My sister is here and just little things like that. So gratitude helped me not only like be present, but it also helped me see other things that I wasn't grateful for before. You know what I mean? Yes, I totally know. Yeah, once you start doing it, you realize more, you see more in your day to day. Yeah, it's such a, your perspective, like, I really feel like there's a switch, and I think a lot of people, like, where I was six years ago, the switch is off, mm. like, they haven't hit that, like, enlightenment, like, that aha moment, yeah. but when you hit that switch, it's like, I feel like the little bulb gets brighter and brighter, like, it's like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm learning so much, and it is, it's just a mindset hack, really, just 
finding the gratitude journaling and definitely, definitely, I can tell you right now, the number one lifesaver for me was surrounding myself with people that were going for it. Mm. Yes. And so many people are wanting that. And I, I find myself like in the same boat. It's like, oh, like I have all these things in my, some of my friends are in college. Like some of my friends are doing different things. Like I just want all. And if once you surround yourself with all of these people that are like, oh, you have this passion, you're taking your, you're taking your shot and it's hard to find. But once you get it, you're like, yes, these are the people that I want to hang around. And that really does. And just surrounding yourself with positivity. That quote that like you become the five people that you spend the most time around is so true. It really does make a huge difference. And uh, a big thing that people ask me is like, Hey, like, okay, like I have this business and I just, it's like, it's lonely, like business ownership. A lot of the people that listen are all business owners. Like it's kind of a lonely process. Uh, how did you go about, like, I know you went to, you went to Pays to be Brave. Like, did you find that, like, where did you find your most success in finding those people that were really going for it? I think it was at first, like I said before, like the, the gateway drug was for sure fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So then of course it opened this entire online space of fitness people, because you just kind of start liking each other's posts. You start DMing and that really helps. So definitely social media is great to DM people or follow them or, you know, contact them and be like, Hey, what's up? So fitness was the first like little niche of people I think I broke into, but definitely it was once I broke into that niche and then I started to dive more into events and webinars and workshops. And it just, it's literally spirals from there. Like it's a never ending process, but I think the best thing is when you find people that make you feel, not only make you feel good, but like make you feel so powerful about your own dreams and your hopes. Like that's when I knew all these women and even men that I was surrounding myself. I was like, dude, I need to be listening to the rock in the morning. I need to hear Arnold Schwarzenegger when I wake up, you know, talking all that good stuff. Like I started to surround myself and then it's crazy because you attract your tribe. So when you start mm-hmm. off on a different level, all of a sudden I had these amazing women that started to sink, you know, like come in my little gravity space, right? Like it's like gravity. Yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like a magnet. I'm pulling these people towards me because I've changed my vibration. Yeah. And will you when you are vibrating on a certain level, you will attract like your tribe. And if you are having trouble finding your tribe, start reaching out to people and go to events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's definitely, it's such good advice. I mean, even there's so many people on the internet that you can like go in Instagram and just search up like a keyword. It's like, Oh, this person's a graphic designer. I'm a graphic designer. Let's talk. You look cool. And I'm sure on their side of things too, they're kind of like, man, I wish I had other people that were into things that I was into as well. That is so true. Um, and it takes a lot of confidence to do some of this stuff and to be a business owner in general, to, to chase your passion, because you have to cut back on your corporate job. You have to do certain things. Like you have to go all in, you have to put money into it. Like, how do you think finding that confidence, uh, really like, how do you do that? How do you think that that starts? Ooh, I love talking about confidence. This is definitely something that, uh, taking my like clients through is, is going to be a lot of fun because I love the transformation and the journey with confidence. And I, I feel like, because I didn't grow up with a lot of it and I thought that it was something that it was a skill that people just already had. Like, I felt like it was just something you're born with. Mm -hmm. But as I got older and I got into this space, I'm like, there's a lot of people that aren't confident and it's a, it's a skill that you have to perfect over time. And it starts with little things like 
for me, the best way I explain it to people is like confidence deposits is the way I heard about it. And it's like you invest a little bit into yourself. So the little bit is sprucing up, putting on that like nail polish, right? Like doing those little things, the affirmations and really owning yourself and looking in the mirror and like really just, it's so hard to explain, but like when you look at yourself in the mirror, like in the past, I would just, I couldn't stand who I saw in the mirror. Like I just didn't like her. And it was really just tweaking my mindset affirmations, like really reiterating like how powerful and amazing and beautiful I was. And those are small things. Or it was like reaching out to a friend, talking to a stranger, complimenting someone. Those are small deposits, right? So over time, when we make those small deposits, our bank account, I call it like our confidence account, like it grows and grows. So then you're able to make that big investment. And that big investment is like when I started my podcast or when I went to pay to be brave by myself or invested in a public speaking mastermind, like you work yourself up to those things. Don't get me wrong. You can do the big deposit first, but the little ones, people forget that it's the, it's the simplest things. It's complimenting somebody. It's offering someone, a, you know, your expertise, if they need help, those are confidence building blocks. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you feel like all of those things, like you said, fitness was kind of like your gateway, but like you have fitness, you have gratitude, you have affirmations. Do you feel like it's all connected just to be like one powerhouse? Like there's always people are like, okay, I only have 24 hours in the day. How am I supposed to work out for an hour, do gratitude, meditate, like work for eight hours, sleep for eight hours? Like, what do you think that, like, do you think it's all connected or like, what, where do you, where do you draw that line? I do think in a way it's all connected, but we have to remember that everybody is different. So, you know, I always tell people start with things, experiment with them, see if they, if they like, you know, what you like. And if it's not something that you like, like move on to something else. Like my morning routine is not going to look the same as someone else's. And I know it can be so overwhelming because I used to be the person that was trying to fit every single thing into my day every day. But I'm like, well, if you look at it as in, I can do these things this day and then I can do these things this day. Like it's not as overwhelming. And you know what? Someone with has anxiety yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> or, you know, suffers from that emotion of anxiety. It's like it really easily. It's like that can be really overwhelming. So I did that at first. I wanted to do all the things and I was so overwhelmed and some of it I didn't even like, like I think at one point I tried to meditate for like half an hour and I was like, there's just no way it's going to happen. Like, yeah. I can't do that. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not going to be ha- sitting there for half an hour, like humming, you know, <laughs> but realizing that it doesn't have to be like that. It can just be two or three minutes or, you know, taking four or five deep breaths, you know, intermittently during the day. To me, that is a form of meditation and just, sure. yeah. so it's just, it's not overwhelming yourself, you know, like yeah. I think there's but I think you need to figure out what you like, like find your joy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Find your joy. Such a good. And that's so true. Like you said, there's so many things out there and like every guru has their own, like, okay, this is your meditation. You need to meditate for an hour in the morning and an hour at night. And this person says, okay, you have to do gratitude 12 times a day. And it's just like, oh, holy cow. Like checking in with yourself throughout the entire day. It's like, when am I actually going to get anything done? But I, I totally agree. Like find the things that you, you can, you can actually like find your joy in. Like, like I was the same way with meditation. I enjoy it, but like, I feel like, I, I don't know if I feel like I'm unproductive and that might just be like the Enneagram three in me that is like, you need to work all day. <laughs> but um, it, like, I, I don't know what it was. And maybe that's just because I'm not like, I haven't dove into it yet where it's like, I'm just 
like Maddie, this is why you need to meditate. But, um, but I totally agree. Like that wasn't part of, I tried to do it in my morning routine. It was something that I didn't enjoy. So I, I switched it out and I do other things. I think that's a really good, um, a really good point. So a lot of my, a lot of my clients, a lot of people reach out to me and it has to do a lot with confidence. So I work with a lot of businesses and they say like, okay, like you show up on video, you show up on your Instagram stories, you show your face all the time on video, you're on podcast. Like how the heck do you do that? Everyone, I, I tell, I tell everyone like in videos, like marketing, you have to show your face because it builds relationships and it is such a resisted thing. How do you think, what is like your best tips to having the confidence to show up on video. I know you do it super well. You're a podcaster, you're a speaker. Like it takes courage. What is your, uh, what is your, your insight there? Oh man, I would hate to say just do it because I know that's easier said than done, but <laughs> just do it. But doing something, you know, I had a conversation with a girl actually a couple weeks ago, beautiful young woman. And she's just like, I need to show up more. She literally was like, I need to show up more. I just I'm not really comfortable putting my face on there. Like I don't do a lot of stories or whatever. And I was like, why don't you just start small with like maybe doing a, like a, like literal, like snapshot of you, like on your story, instead of being on video and showing up and talking, like start small, get your face on your story, you know, whatever you want to do, put a little caption, like happy Saturday. And then after that, I mean, it's really just about building the confidence to, you know, like dive into video. But I, I told her, I was like, start small. I was like, put your face on there in a photo. You know what I mean? It's not as scary. You know, I was like, but don't take a million photos. I was like, literally like snap it, put your thing Do on it. out there. And, and once it's out there, you're going to realize like nothing, nothing bad happened. Right. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to get on video. And I told her like, then get on video. If you have something to say, I was like, just say, Hey everybody, you know, like, hope y'all have a good day. You know, I'm doing this just, something mm -hmm. and I'm, after you're do, done doing that when nothing happens again that's like bad or negative I was like literally no one's gonna like message you and be like stop getting on your stories like people love to see what you're doing yeah that's, people are gonna be so interested they want to see more of you they crave that I was like they want to see more of you and what you're doing I was like that's not a bad thing I was like that's actually a good thing so you know, she's, she has been, I've noticed her like taking her time, you know, she's doing it, getting on there more. And I'm like, how does it feel? And she's like, it's really not that scary. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> No. And I totally agree. I just say that with my clients too. And they'll come back to me and they'll post, they'll, they'll text me or like, they'll message me and they'll be like, Hey, like I just posted my first video and I'll like, and you, you're like, okay, like you got this, like, don't delete it. Keep it out there. Like you're fine. And then like a few days later, they're like, Holy cow, Maddie. Like, I can't believe the amount of engagement or the amount of like people that messaged me back or the amount of people that were like, especially cause I, cause I work with businesses. They're like trying to get all of that engagement in it people are like, holy cow, I can't believe like people actually wanted to see me. And it's, it's all like people want to connect with people, especially now, like with what everything is going on in the world, like people are wanting to connect with face-to-face -face people. And if that's through a screen, that's okay. And, and it's, it's building those relationships through showing your face that really make a difference. Yeah. And I mean, I even reminded her when we were talking, I was like, she has such a powerful story and voice and insight just so much so. And I told her, I was like, you know, one thing that you need to remember is that your voice, it matters and you have a story and you have a way of connecting with people. And I was like, you know, you deserve to share it. And then other people like deserve to hear your story too. I was like, you're you need building relationships, such a beautiful thing because we all have a story to tell. And I think for so long myself, I'm just like, who's going to listen, you know, to me and my story and like, 
had pain, you know, at first it was back in the day, I was embarrassed about my panic attacks. Like it was one of those things like my family was just kind of like, okay, like this happened, you know, but I think now my family literally now is realizing like how bad it actually was like in the moment and how crazy my life was. And it's like, that's my story. I'm owning it. It's, it's why I'm here today. It's made me who I am today. And I'm like, that's why I was like, your voice is so powerful and it matters. So don't forget like being on that video, sharing your story, like it's powerful. And that's how we build relationships for sure and you never know who's in that spot that you were in six years ago that just by telling someone that they're like there is hope out there there is something out there whether that be from an anxiety or a panic attack or from a business like oh i'm just starting my business and you're listening to someone they just started their business too and and they're keep on going and they want it and they 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 feel like they're just like kind of running on a treadmill like people enjoy relating to other people no matter what avenue that they can do it and they'll be more likely to be like a super fan of yours even if you don't like they'll be so in your corner like your hype woman the whole way because they relate to you they know where you're at or they they just you like they look up to you and it's so cool to see and it's so cool to have uh, avenues and like mean like platforms in order to do that on as easily as we can now yeah and i mean we've talked about too like having your tribe and the people that are always going to be in your corner like we've talked about too and i know you have like how angie lee like cultivated that like oh my gosh he puts out a pair of crocs and it has like their (laughs) orange and like have the tag of the baby grandma like people are going to go buy that you know it's because she's you know a a leader in her field she is. And she, she could lead like a thousand people. Like even if she had a, if you, even if she had an audience of a thousand people, every single thousand, one of those thousand people would be like all in on what she does because they love her. She's so authentic and she has a really good story too. She has a lot of things that she, like, if you go on her profile, she does a really good job of telling her, she always talks about like her same, same stories that she tells. And she says like, that's how you do it. It's how you build that relationship is like, have those super super relatable stories that your audience is going to relate to. And it's so awesome. She rocks. Like, like you said, the Crocs, the eyelashes. I think <laughs> if people listening don't know Angie Lee, um, Kat and I always talk about it, but um, she, she is awesome. Check her out on Instagram. She has a great job of, of really cultivating like a super fan audience that just love her. Yeah. And India, I love that you said to keep doing, like keep repeating the story because mm-hmm. She even, she says, don't feel like you're being annoying. Like your story is your story and you have that niche for a reason. I think for me, I didn't know that place for a long time and it's okay. Everybody's going to be different. You could pick it up in six months or you could be like me and be six years later and realize, holy crap, like my niche is, you know, anxiety and confidence building and being like that hype woman, like this is my niche. I think you need to experiment. Like I tell people, like literally go out there and try things and see if it feels good. Try it out for a while. And if it's not your thing, like it's totally okay to say, Hey, this isn't serving me anymore. Like this isn't my thing. I need to, I need to move on. I know a couple of girls that went through a couple of niches and then they were like, Oh my gosh, I finally found the right one. Like this is it. It's right. Boom. 
Yeah, exactly. And if you look at like any of the like very like the the big coaches out there, no matter what, and any big profile, whatever, whatever, however you um, determine that, but they they all have had, they've all gone through a couple of niches. Some of them start out as fitness, and then they're like, I'm kind of sick of just making workout videos all the time. I'm gonna move into like how to build a a business. Most of them did go through, whether it be like from branding into into like just business coaching or whatever. You do go through different niches and you just have to find your people once you find your people that you can resonate with something that you want to talk about forever like that is where you have to start and if you just start you, you learn along the way and you can always adjust you can always pivot from there yeah oh my gosh learning along the way is like one of my favorite things which is like also taking taking messy action <laughs> oh, messy action all the way it's like it'd rather it be like imperfect and just like out there and I've started and it's so hard to do sometimes, but messy action the entire way. Fake it till you make it sometimes. Just got to keep going. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm, sometimes I think back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like my first podcast episode or, you know, that first IG story, like we were talking about, like it's, it's having the initiative to really like step out there, you know, yeah. knowing that you don't know everything yet and willing to look silly to people that don't understand it. Right. Like we have yeah. to be look silly, but it's one of those things I trust that I'm going to learn along the way. And that's like one of the things with podcasting. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm like, you know what? I got this mic. I got a plug into the computer, the software program. I was like, you know what? We're going to do this. And I know like the first ones were pretty awkward, you know, but it's, yeah. it's having fun with it too. And just mm-hmm. knowing everything is figure outable. Yes. And figure it out. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's really cool to see yourself grow into it too. And like, I, I've had my friends say like, I've become so much more comfortable with just who I am. Cause I have to be, when I'm by myself, I'm so comfortable, but now I'm like by myself with a phone and I just kind of post myself online where I've almost become more myself always now because it's like, well, this is who I am when I'm just like working and being weird by myself. And so many other people have seen it that I can do it all the time. And my friends have noticed it. They've texted me and been like, it's so cool to see you like growing, like growing into yourself online and through your podcast. So like I can listen to your podcast or see your Instagram stories and you can, you kind of like see yourself grow into it through all of your business. Whenever you're chasing any passion, you can go, I look back at my Instagram stories from a couple months ago even, and it's just like, Ooh, like, man, was I just, I don't know if I was having an off day or what was going on, but I was awkward that day. Like, holy cow. Um, but it's just one of those things. It's like, it's cool to see yourself grow. People obviously resonated with it back then and they're going to now. And in a year, I'm probably going to say the same thing. And it's cool to see. Yeah. I think the journey is so cool. Like to be able to look back, like, I think if everything was just you know, automatic and like automatic success and, you know, automatically figuring everything out. Like you're not going to be able to look back and be like, I can't believe I handled inventory like that. Or do you remember back in the day when we were, you know, we had this and that, and I was like, this was bootleg. Like, oh my gosh, like that's the fun part. That's the fun part that you're going to look back on. It's like, I look back on the really, really cheap mic that I started out with, you know, and I'm like, man, I was like that little thing. I still have it. It's in my box. (laughs) Like I still kept it, you know, like, this is like my favorite mic off Amazon that it was, it was perfect then. And, and you know what? I outgrew it, but it got the job done. 
Yeah, I'm like, it was plug and play, baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. I know. Well, that's even with like my family's business. My family owns an adventure resort in northeastern Wisconsin. We do whitewater rafting, ziplining, all of that. And I'm the like operations manager of it. And it is a crazy season. And looking back, we've been in it since I was 11. So like, I've definitely like watched it grow as I've grown. And I've definitely grown with it. But looking back at some of the like operational things and it's like holy cow can you believe like how much work we put into that thing that now we can just like we implemented this and it was so simple and it's cool like as you go like you said messy action and then all of a sudden one day you're like wait why don't we like connect these two things and this is going to be way easier oh my gosh and then all of a sudden you can have collaboration and it works and you're like yes finally there and it's really cool to watch that in business and I think it's important to remember too, it's okay to ask for help. Oh yeah. Like I was the type of person that I, did, it wasn't that I wanted things to be perfect all the time. It was more, I didn't want to be an inconvenience. I didn't want to bother people. And I think that stemmed from just old beliefs and trauma and, and conditioning as a kid, you know, like being, being bullied, like it kind of made me like really reserved. So yeah. even while asking people for help, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to be a pest or a bother, you know? And then once you ask like that first person for help and then they help or they give you their advice, like it's easier the next time whenever you do need help, because I'm going to tell you right now, people that are the greats, they're always asking for insight and advice and help. They're always like, Hey, who's the go-to person for this? Like, who do I know that knows editing, you know? Yeah. And one of my friends there, when I first started podcasting, I immediately went to him because he was good with like audio stuff. And I'm like, Hey, what do you recommend, you know, but at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to like bother him, you know, yeah. like it's okay to ask for help. Like not everybody does everything by themselves. No. Yeah. And it's so important. And there's, you don't know where, like you, you never know where you're at in your business. Like you might think you're doing something super great. You might think like you're on the, and you're probably on the right track, but there might be something that you just need to tweak, like a little thing that someone else will be able to be like, Oh, you just have to do this. It's going to be way easier for you. And it's like, Oh, well, thank you. Like that saved me so much time. And that's why coaches are so important. There might just be one little thing that you need to be able to change. And that's re- it's really cool to see. Like I can do like a one-time like workshop with somebody, like a deep dive where they sit down and we just talk about strategy. And it's like, you're off to the races because you, that's all you needed. Like you just needed a little bit of insight. And a lot of times people just need to know what they're doing is like, they're doing it right. And like, you can have some people where you sit down and pretty much the whole time you're like, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Like, yeah, you're killing it. Like, okay, just do this one thing, like make this one change. And they're like, sweet. And that's all they needed to hear. They needed the reassurance and now they're off to the races. It's really cool. Yeah. And and touching on like, you know, it's so important to invest in, in some type of coach, whether, whatever it may be, any kind of investment that is going to help you. It could be a program, a course, or a coach. Mm -hmm. I resisted for the longest time and full transparency on this podcast. I invested during the pandemic. There you go. During the uncertainty, I was like, you know what? I was like, this feels really good. All the little pieces kept adding up. Like the universe was nudging me towards her. Mm-hmm. And it was very strange how it happened, but I feel like it is, it's more the universe than it is like strange now. But I was like, this feels really good. This is what I'm going to do. And literally having someone there to kind of see through the things that you aren't seeing is mm-hmm. really powerful. And it shifted how I show up. It shifted how I show up on Instagram, how I live my life on a daily basis. Like it's been 
it's been amazing. So like I always, now I'm always like, yes, the coach has a coach. So don't worry about that. Like everybody has a coach. <laughs> Literally so many. And the coaching community is so cool too. Just so many people are interconnected, everyone helping everybody out. And, and you really do need it. Even like the coaches making seven figures have coaches to help them keep going. And that's what you have to remember is that everybody out there just needs a little bit of insight. It's good to have all the before, before you're just stuck in your own head, especially if you're like a solo entrepreneur, like before you're just stuck in your own head. And so we have so many ideas when we sit here and we create, or we're, we're running a business. You have so many ideas. It's like, just talk to somebody and even, like you said, journaling, like if you can just get your ideas on, on a paper or to somebody, sometimes it just helps to get all of your ideas like in one space to be able to talk them through and it helps so much. Oh yeah. There's so much power in journaling. I think it, it really warms my heart. Like when I hear how many people in podcasts are like, what's your morning routine or what's your nighttime routine? Every single time it's always like a little bit of journaling, even if it's like gratitude or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. There's so much power in pen to paper and not that like doing everything on your laptop or your computer is bad but I'm such a like old school like I like putting things in like a, a journal you know <laughs> I was like yeah. I, I like it on laptop sometimes but really when it's the deep dive I'm like in a brain dump I'm like no we're getting like cool journal out like we're getting the <laughs> pen. yeah i get my $2 pen instead of my 50 cent pen today woo what um i know and i'm so i go through notebooks like it's no tomorrow too it's like oh gosh i got to get a new one like oh man it's so great and it's cool to see like you can go back and save your journals and look at 4 years ago and it's like this is where i was this is what i was going through and look at how much i conquered that shit like it's so done it's so great and it's cool to be able to, to see your transformation. Yeah, keep your journals because I have a really thick one. Um, it was a pink, like leather bound. It had like the little thing, the little bookmark in the middle too. So you could like save your pages and I kept it. And at the beginning of this year, I went back and looked because it went back like, you know, a year and a half's worth. It was a really big journal. And all the common themes that kept popping up was, I was always too scared to invest and not good enough. Those were the reoccurring themes. And like, now I'm like, oh, I was like, I just want to hold your hand and <laughs> just guide you, my little bird, my little sparrow, keep going. <laughs> For me, I just am like, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful. Like how far, you know, she has come, you know. <laughs> It's so cool. And so what do you think, like for some action items, I always try to put action items into things. What do you think your action items are? Like things that people can implement right now, whether that be something in their morning routine, their night routine, maybe it's journaling. What, what are some action items that people can, can implement today? Ooh, so for sure today, like if you're listening to this, you're like, man, I think I need to like really like focus on my morning routine. I would definitely say the first hour of your morning, do not check your phone. Do not look at your phone. Like literally what I do, it, it's been such a blessing too, because our eyes are always on our phone. Our eyes are always on our laptops and our TVs, whatever we're doing, it's always electronic. So the first hour of your morning, shut your alarm off, whatever you need to do, or flip it over, you know, and then journal, read, meditate, whatever it is that, you know, is, Float your boat, you know, but I always recommend that first hour is so crucial. That first hour of like waking up and you have your peace and your eyes and your brain are already diving into emails and Instagram and, 
just a little tidbit like overconsumption is a real real thing and I'm not saying that we as a collective need to just get off the internet and the phone but it's so it's so crazy how much the consumption is I think I was reading like there's like 41,000 Facebook posts a second like the numbers were astronomical 72 hours of YouTube videos are posted every minute and it just was like, oh my God, you know what? For the first hour of my day, I'm not doing this anymore. So I highly recommend like actionable, like in your morning, do that. And at night, have a cutoff time for your phone that you're not looking at it. Yeah. And phones are, make it really easy now too. Like on your iPhone, I don't know if everybody has an iPhone out there, but you can, you can put that like sleep timer on or like your screen time where between like 7 PM and 8 AM, I'm not like you, you can only access certain apps and they make it really easy to do that. And I'd highly recommend it too. I implemented that a couple months ago and it's just like, especially if you work on your phone, like online, like some days when I get on those Sundays, when I get like my screen time report, it's almost sickening. But then I'm like, okay, well I work on my phone. Like social media is literally my business. Um, and, but it is, it's like, Oh my gosh, like, Holy cow. I can't believe how much time I spend on my screen. And it's just nice to have this cutoff. Okay. Like no more for today. I don't need to do it. Like you don't need to be on your phone all night. And it's good to have that time where like, it just quiets your brain. Even if you're watching TV, like it's just nice to not have to be like, sit there and mindlessly scrolling and consuming. And I totally agree. I love that. And it just, because of my niche too, where, you know, I help women, you know, manage their anxiety and stress and overwhelm. That is such a huge stressor, like on your body and on your brain. And it's like, I love social media as much as this next person. I love my Instagram. I love hyping up my tribe, but I've gotten really protective of like the me time and the times that are to myself. And it's like, I realized how much like anxiety and overwhelm is, it's really stressful on our minds and our bodies. So we have to be careful how much we consume. Um, I mean, I'm sure I still consume quite a bit, but you gotta block, you gotta batch your time, be protective of your peace and your times that you do have that where you can be like, hey, you know what, I'm not even gonna check my emails, I'm not gonna look at anything this morning, I'm gonna turn off my alarms, and I'm gonna go have a cup of coffee, whatever it may be, dive into a, a like a legitimate book and not a damn ebook, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Get off your ebooks, people. No audiobooks, look at an actual page on a piece of paper. Yes, awesome. All right, Kat. So I have three questions that I ask every one of my podcast guests. First is if you could like recommend any book, this is a life-changing book. What book would you recommend? Mm, the first one that made an impact for me was You Are a Badass. It's, is it Jen Sincero or Sincero? I believe so. Yes. I've, I haven't read that one, but I've heard so much about it. Yes. And the follow-up is You Are a Badass at Making Money. So read a You Are a Badass first and then follow it up with that one, but the first one, you're a badass. It just that was what sparked a lot of change in my mindset. Yes, love it. I that is on my list. I have such. I made an Amazon book list the other day. I was like, oh man, I have a lot to read. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I better get moving on my reading, man. Um, next question is: If you were to have dinner with three people, dead or alive, get to hang out with them. Who are your three people? Mm, I love this question. Uh, the first one would be Stan Lee. Mm. Um, huge, huge comic book nerd. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lover of Marvel. I can quote like all the movies and he, he was someone when I was younger, I turned to comic books because yeah. you know, I 
I was really bullied and I didn't have anybody, you know, to really help me process it all, you know, and like unpack it and help me through it. So like superheroes became like my heroes and the people I looked up to. So Stanley is like always at the top of my list. <laughs> Love that. Yes. Next to? Ooh, uh, The Rock. Because um, I just love his humble hustle, like motivational. I do love him. Lifestyle, everything. He's like the complete package. So I'm like, why would I not want to have dinner with him? <laughs> yes. And we could probably make fun of how short Kevin Hart is together, which would be fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then number three is Sophia Bush. She's oh. been someone I admire since the one tree hill days and one tree hill man oh my gosh did i binge that show man i think i've watched it like more times like all the way through than i care <sighs> to but she's just in in true true to life she's just an amazing person she has a podcast now she's really just i love her awareness and any any girl i would tell them like literally go follow her and just mm. read, read her yeah. post see what she's talking about there's so much insight and value yeah she's incredibly empowering too she's a really good speaker yeah i love sophia bush yes those are three really good ones that would be an interesting conversation <laughs> between the three of those people <laughs> yes love it what so lastly what if you could tell a business owner anybody like one key takeaway what do you want to leave them with mm. i think today i would know business owner coach or just someone who is like getting into this new space right of online and entrepreneurship I would say to focus on your strengths there are so many times whenever I would scroll Instagram and I would do the whole comparisonitis thing and you know my ice cream would melt while I was counting someone else's sprinkles you know about what they did have you know and I'm like focus on what your strengths are because when we come from a place of lack, you know, and we start thinking, I don't do this or I don't have that, or man, her hair is like this. Like people aren't going to follow me if my hair is not like that. It's just, it creates a negative mindset. And instead you could be tapping into your strengths and really just showing off the power that you do have inside of you because people are going to love you for that. Yes. I love that. Your ice cream melted while you were counting someone else's sprinkles. I love that saying so much. That is awesome, Kat. Oh my gosh. I uh, Kat, where can people find you? Do you have anything going on in your business right now that you want to be telling people about that they can, that they can hop in to your space? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so first of all, you can find me on, mostly on Instagram. That's my favorite playground. Um, it's hype underscore girl underscore cat. I couldn't get the whole thing together. So we got the two underscores. <laughs> and um, I am having a free workshop April 28th. I don't, I don't know when this is airing, but it'll be April 28th. Um, at 7 p.m. and it's free so if you're interested you can shoot me a dm it's about staying grounded and we talk about human evolution our beliefs and our thoughts and, and really coping and grounding uh, techniques for anxiety and overwhelm which is really important right now because a lot of people are having trouble coping yeah absolutely well thank you so much kat it was so much fun hanging out with you thanks for sharing your expertise with everybody yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And like Maddie, I also have a podcast too, and it's the Hype Girl podcast. So go check it out. And, and guys, Maddie's amazing. I've been, I literally was just telling my husband, like before I got on, I was like, dude, this girl, like she knows her shit. I was like, she's like, thank you so much. Yes. You so much fun. You have so much hype and you really do embody that, embody that confidence and the 
in all of that energy. It's really great. Hey, thank you so much, Maddie. And thanks for having me on. And yeah, I look forward to seeing what you do next.